from the newsroom at news.com.au. Hi there, I'm Andrew Bucklow and this is the weekend edition of From the Newsroom where we take a look at what will be making headlines next week. Well, it's Christmas Day next Sunday, of course. Let's find out what the weather's going to be like around the country in the lead up to the big day. Here to tell us is Claire, a spokesperson from the Bureau of Meteorology. G'day. Uh, We're looking at conditions improving into the lead up to Christmas Day in terms of temperatures starting to increase again from the cold temperatures we experienced in the last few days. So I'll start with Perth's forecast for your listeners. Uh, leading up to next week, through next week, we're looking at temperatures into the low 30s. So definitely looking at summer conditions for, for Perth and southwest WA uh, and, and continuing sunny right through to next Thursday with maxes in those low 30s. Moving across to Adelaide, again, we're looking at a summer actually starting to develop and temperatures into the into the low to mid 30s for Adelaide maybe just a shower or two around in the middle of next week and a possible shower on Thursday but generally mostly fine conditions on Monday for Melbourne Melbourne's been shivering away the last few days but we're expecting temperatures to rise towards the middle of next week for Melbourne so getting up to 29 degrees on Wednesday Back down a little bit to 25, but, you know, more like what you would expect towards that sort of Christmas period and just, you know, maybe a shower or two. I can keep whipping around if you want me to. I can yeah, 100%. Let's do it. What's of happening course. in Tassie? Hobart. Hobart and sort of been a bit general about the states here, but, you know, it's all pretty much the same pattern we're looking at. Um, generally fine conditions moving into next week. Hobart will start to warm up a bit as well into the low 20s to 23 by the time we get to next Thursday. And then moving into New South Wales, we'll be looking at similar again, similar temperatures where we're moving up into mid-20s and generally um, fine conditions. Thank goodness not so much rain expected through the week, through generally through New South Wales, um, which is which is a relief. We don't want any more rainfall through <laughs> that part of the world. And then moving up into Queensland, uh, starting with the most populous sort of area, that would be Brisbane. We're looking at temperatures averaging around the mid-20s. But the mid-20s for up in Queensland, of course, has got the added humidity mm. in amongst the mix. So it does feel a lot warmer than say, mid-20s down in, in the southern states. Uh, but again, we're looking at mostly fine conditions through um, the southeast parts of Queensland. When we move up into the northern parts of Queensland and Northern Territory, that's when we start to see uh, we're starting to expect some um, rain and shower activity to develop across the top end. Oh. So extending from the Kimberley across to around Townsville, anywhere north of that line, we're looking at showery and stormy conditions, you know, the normal humidity and temperatures in the in the low to high low to mid 30s but but that again is is what you would expect for summer at this time of the year changing gears now to a much heavier story that's coming up next week and in Germany the verdict will be handed down in the trial of a 97 year old woman who was a secretary at a Nazi concentration camp during World War II. The woman is accused of aiding and abetting those in charge of the camp which was located in northern Poland. Prosecutors want her to be convicted as an accessory to murder and given a two-year suspended sentence. To sport now, the World Cup final will be held in Qatar on Monday morning. France is taking on Argentina. News.com.au sports editor Joey Reardon is here. Joey, who's going to win? That's a tricky one, Bucky. Look, 
the bookies can't split him, so I'm going to have a bit of trouble splitting them. Uh, <laughs> I'll go through a bit of the tail of the tape. Mm. Um, look, both sides have two World Cup title victories. Okay. The last time these two sides met was at the 2018 World Cup, mm. where France edged Argentina 4-3. So. Okay. Look, I'm going to stick with France. They also won that World Cup. They're going for two titles in a row. Their attacking combinations with Mbappe, Griezmann, Dembele all teaming up are going to be really hard to stop. And I think some of that big game experience will get them over, over the top of Argentina. Although I would love to see Messi get his first World Cup final title. Okay. Well, if you're right, congratulations. If you're wrong, all the uh, fans can just abuse you on Twitter. His name is Joey Reed in there. Uh, just a <laughs> little fun fact as well. The winning team is going to receive $42 million US dollars on Monday morning. The runners-up taking home $32 million. Hey, I'm Felicity Harley and I host Healthy-ish, where we chat to experts, influencers and people in the know from around the globe to arm you with the knowledge to make healthier decisions for your mind, body and soul. I think if we're going to be focusing on health, like sleep is probably the biggest component oh, of that. I, I think sleep is the cornerstone. Like choose the harder option because I've never woken up and gone, I regret that run that I went at 4am. I've never done that. Search for Healthy-ish and Extra Healthy-ish wherever you get your podcasts. Time now to take a look at all the TV shows and movies coming out next week. Here to tell us more is news.com.au's Wenli Ma. Thanks, Bucky. First up next week is Matilda the Musical, a movie version of the musical production of one of Roald Dahl's most beloved books. Yes, it's gone through quite a few adaptations to get here. Dahl's story of a very clever young girl versus a brutish and cruel headmistress has charmed and delighted for more than three decades. And this toe-tapping musical, based on the West End production by Tim Minchin, has a touch of the whimsy. But is whimsy enough when it comes to Roald Dahl? Much like almost every adaptation of a Dahl book, Matilda the Musical softens Dahl's more wicked and macabre sensibilities. Still, the lead star, young Alicia Weir, is very good, and Emma Thompson impresses as the grotesque Miss Trunchbull, while MVP Lashana Lynch plays against type as Miss Honey. Take a listen. Miss Honey, I need to show you something. Matilda, the musical is in cinemas now and on Netflix from Christmas Day. Next up is Banshees of Inisherin, one of the best films this year. They've left it until quite late, but at least they got there. The magical trio of In Bruges director Martin McDonough and actors Colin Farrell and Brendan Gleeson reunite for this very Irish, very funny and very dark movie about male friendship, loneliness, small towns, depression and civil war. Set in 1923, Colin Farrell and Brendan Gleeson play two friends in the village of Inisherin when one of them suddenly tells the other to never speak to them again. Colm gives poor no reason other than he doesn't want to be mates anymore. Porrick is befuddled and he can't let it go, leading to some bizarre and tragic consequences. Uproariously hilarious and threaded with that pitch black Irish humour, Banshees of Inner Sheeran is going to be one of the stars of this award season, with Colin Farrell being touted as a potential Oscar winner. Banshees of Inner Sheeran is in cinemas on Boxing Day. 
And finally, it's Triangle of Sadness, a movie whose title belies how deranged and hysterical it really is. The satirical black comedy is set primarily in the world of the uber-wealthy and the absurdly privileged. It follows a couple, both models and influencers, aboard an obscenely ostentatious yacht filled with the most ridiculous rich people. The yacht is captained by a Marxist American, played by Woody Harrelson, and when it runs into a ferocious storm, it is absolute chaos. Triangle of Sadness is a vicious dissection of the social strata and the dehumanising wealth gap, and it's not afraid to go to extreme lengths to make its point. Let's just say there is a particularly stomach-churning and eye-popping but priceless vomit scene that goes on forever, and we wouldn't expect any less from Swedish filmmaker Ruben Oslin, who won the Palm d'Or for this and his previous work, The Square. Triangle of Sadness is in cinemas from Boxing Day. Thank you very much, Wen. That's it from the newsroom. We'll be back with another update for you on Monday morning. Follow or subscribe to From the Newsroom wherever you get your podcasts. Are you ready to get an inside look at crime from someone who has investigated some of Australia's worst crimes? It was like Aladdin's cave. The luminol found bloodied footprints and bloodied handprints on a wall. So it's yeah. just like a horror movie. Former homicide detective Gary Jubilant sits down with cops, crims, addicts, victims, small-time cheats and big-town lawyers as they tell their incredible stories. My house got raided. Next thing you know, I got bail refused. Next thing you know, I'm on a truck yeah. to Parkley Prison. Listen to I Catch Killers early and ad-free on Crimex Plus on Apple Podcasts today or wherever you get your podcasts.